0: what makes the good life the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. So join us as we explore the heartland's best and most honest voices. Venture to all four corners of York County, because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review our podcast, 17 County Podcast. We would also like uh, to take the time to thank our members. Uh, Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to do what we do here at YCDC. So great members such as uh, Agri Products in York, uh, York State Bank, uh, York General, uh, Green Realty and Auction, uh, and York Cold Storage. Uh, All good members uh, that we have uh, helping support us. Uh, So you can find our members at our member directory page, that's uh, yorkdevco.com, that's yorkdevco.com, and you can learn more about our members and how to become a member. So we'll jump into our interview. Today I'm joined by an individual who grew up in Fillmore County, uh, made his way to Iowa, and 12 years later uh, made the great escape back to Nebraska in McCool Junction. Uh, he is now uh, a through K-12 uh, physical education teacher at McCool Junction, uh, while also staying busy coaching basketball, football, and track. And so today I welcome Scott Yates to the show.
1: Well, thank you very much. Welcome, welcome. Good. Perfect,
0: perfect. It looks like you guys just finished up track practice. It looks like... <laughs> yeah, I was still sweating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. It was a cold one, so yeah, we are indoors today. Uh, so first thing we got, uh, it's kind of a fun segment I have here, uh, just kind of get people kind of loosened up and talking about some fun stuff. Um, it's kind of a this or that thing. Uh, so the first one up is uh, Coke or Pepsi. Uh, any, any preferences
1: there? Uh, I like Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke. <laughs> Either one. I I'm not... I'm not swayed by either. Oh, you're,
0: no 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 uh
1: Louisville. I'm taking the cheap way out. <laughs> yeah, whatever's on sale there. <laughs> that's but. right. Uh
0: Duke or UNC with March Madness and everything going on? Oh, gee, neither. Neither. Oh, that's We're a We're actually in
1: a room with somebody that's a UNC fan, so maybe just for for safety's sake I'll say UNC
0: <laughs> in case he happens to listen. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. Uh grilled chicken or fried chicken? Uh I'll try to go the healthier option. I'll say grilled chicken. Grilled chicken. Uh, cats or dogs? I like dogs probably a little you're a dog bit Dog person? Yeah. Cardio or weights?
0: Weights. Weights? I are... just lift them fast. That's cardio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're moving the weight fast enough, it turns into cardio. I like that. Uh, music or podcasts?
1: Ah, uh, used to be music, but I have, over the pandemic time, I really got turned on to podcasts, and I really enjoy listening and learning from podcasts, so is, maybe podcasts.
0: Is there a certain podcast that you know kind of stands out oh, that just, you really enjoy more than the others? Or? Well,
1: being a PE guy, sports guy, I'm infatuated. What can I do to help kids get better and all that stuff, so... I like listening to stuff about like speed training and like you said so a second go like weights, stuff like that. Anything that I can do to try to help kids get better at what they're doing, I'm just infatuated with that. So that's what I like listening to. That's pretty cool. Uh, cake or pie? Cake,
0: probably. Cake, okay. Any certain type of cake? Is there one that... Oh, uh, I
1: don't know. Graduation cake? I don't <laughs> Those are, that's usually pretty good. Free cake? Yeah. Free cake, yes. Uh, hamburgers or tacos? Um, probably hamburgers I guess
0: yeah yeah I'd yeah. say hamburgers uh, uh, mountains or the beach 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 alright yeah have you taken any trips recently or anything Been to the Um,
1: beach? a couple years ago for our 10 year anniversary we went on a cruise so we got to go down to the Bahamas so that was kind of the beach
0: Got to bounce around how many yeah. days were, like five days
1: uh, seven days yeah something like that it was four or five days and then we get back to we flew back home and The pickup was frozen shut because it was over Christmas break. So we go from the extremes. We go from the Bahamas to can't even open the door because it was frozen shut because of ice on it and everything. But, yeah, uh, that was probably the most recent big trip, I guess. Not a
0: better welcome back to Nebraska (laughs)
1: moment. Jeez. (laughs) And that was in the middle of the night. It was just a – Yeah. Not a good combination. But we made it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, So down here in McCool, we got either Junction Burger or Junction Philly.
1: Oh, Junction Burger is like one of my favorite in the world.
0: So Junction Burger. Got to to go with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Coffee or tea?
1: I don't even like the smell of coffee. And when I spent some time in Australia, I started liking hot tea. So I like tea. Tea has been uh, Yeah. yeah.
0: Can't wait to get into that time in Australia. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit about that. (laughs) Um, So when you're at the kitchen sink, do do you use dish soap or hand soap?
1: Uh, if I'm washing my hands, I use hand soap, but if I'm washing dishes, I use dish soap. So, (laughs) use them for what they're meant for, I guess. I
0: don't know. I I guess I use dish soap to wash my hands Yeah, that works too. uh, Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Chinese food
0: or Indian food?
1: Uh, probably Chinese. Chinese.
0: So, we'll jump into the interview here. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about growing up there in Geneva, you know, uh, you have family nearby in the area, you know, what kind of activities did you do to stay busy? You know, talk to me about, uh, life in Geneva.
1: Yeah, um, I have an older sister and then a younger brother, and grew up on a farm with my parents, were farmers, Um they still are, I guess. Where do they grow? Uh, mainly just corn and beans. When I was growing up, we had pigs. That was not fun, having to deal with them. <laughs> some early mornings, I bet. Uh, for some no, I don't summers. know about, yeah, somewhat, not so much, not terribly, but... But days like this, when it's freezing outside, we go outside and sort pigs and freeze and all that. And uh, I know they help put food on the table, but man, that, that was that was not fun with pigs. But And then growing up, every now and then, we plant a little bit of Milo, too, which you don't see or hear mm-hmm. much of that mm-hmm. anymore. Um, yeah, I guess family, my grandpa and grandma on the Yates side, were, my grandma's still alive there in Geneva, so my grandparents there and... Um, had an uncle in town that runs a welding shop, and he had some kids that were a little bit younger than me. So uh, those are my nearest cousins, I guess. Um, yeah, so those are some of the things, I guess, about Geneva. What, what, what kind of things did you say you did to kind of stay busy there, oh, with activities? Yeah, I'm a sports guy, so anything I could do to play sports, that's kind of what kept me busy. Uh, I guess I was lucky enough my dad my parents kind of didn't, make me always like drive around in the combine or the grain cart or anything they let me kind of follow my path of playing a lot of sports so that and I guess I got involved in a lot of things like for 4-H church youth group when I was younger I was in like Cub Scouts and did a little bit of Boy Scouts just lots of different things I always I guess I liked always being busy and being with organizations and groups and socializing I guess um cruising Main Street back when gas was cheap enough to cruise Main Street back in the old days and stuff. That was kind of fun. Um, and then I don't want to incriminate myself, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> stay busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah stay you, busy. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, and
0: so then you, um, uh, knew, did you
1: always know you wanted
0: to go to college or how did you kind of, um, you know, find yourself, um, you know, at Nebraska Wesleyan?
1: I yeah, I, I guess growing up, I always thought I'd I go to college because I was I was a big sports guy so I know oh, which division one am I going to go to <laughs> oh, right right but that right. I mean get to high school that quickly comes to uh, that dream yeah slowly
0: becomes a reality yeah uh, yeah. you know I'm not four, and I'm not,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not a freak athlete I'm just average um but yeah, pretty much because of sports, I was always just envisioning going to college. I guess that was one of my big reasons, and I guess I was just assuming to go on and get educated as well. But And then a lot of the small colleges in this area, some of them were desperate enough to recruit me. So I was looking at, I don't think a person could go wrong with a lot of these small colleges in the area. But the one that I just felt the most at home at was Westland, so that's why I ended up there. And. Uh, got my degree, obviously in uh, education, and uh, got to play football and do indoor outdoor track. So got a lot of experiences there, and did some other stuff while I was there with with school and organizations. So a lot of fun, and so that's how I ended up at Wesleyan. And so, yeah. how, how was that experience there at Wesleyan?
0: Uh, yeah. Four
1: years, five years. Were you to get the extra lap? I was an extra oh. lap student. So. <laughs> Uh, I think it was four and a half, pretty much, because uh, the last semester of student teaching. Um, I had a few credits going into college. I took a couple like winter courses, couple summer courses, and kind of kept me on the mainly four year program. And then, like I said, student taught. Uh, but yeah, it was a great experience there. And I, I, the thing I liked about Westland was is in Lincoln, so a little bit bigger town, kind of a, a lot of different little opportunities you could do there, and so. Yeah, it was a really good experience and got a great education at Westland. Did
0: you do all three years on campus, two years on campus? Uh, two years on
1: campus and then an apartment off campus for a couple years, and it was just a couple blocks away, so I just walked or rode my bike every time. It's probably so. not
0: near like the apartments they have going up nowadays. No, oh man, the apartments they have nowadays. Oh, it's, it's absurd, yeah. <laughs> and
1: then actually, they built all that over our old practice field and old baseball field and stuff because they, now their football field has field turf, so they don't have to worry as much about upkeep. Overusing of, it. it yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, those nice new apartments. Everything came in new after I was done, of course. <laughs> the field turf, the nice new apartments, everything. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> those that, are pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely. And so
0: you said you had a student teaching. Where, where did you student teach at?
1: Yeah, so the first half of my student teaching, I had to do... I I did half of it in Australia, and then you have to do at least half with my program. You had to at least do half in America, so I did. The other half was in Thayer Central, so I lived at home with my parents in Geneva area and drove down to Hebron, uh, because the coach there, his son was my age, so we knew each other growing up, and he always told me, you can come student teach with me, so I took him (laughs) up on that offer, which was crazy. My first day was September 11th. 2001 wow yeah so i just flown okay. home a couple days on september 9th i'd just gotten home before the the events of that day happened um but yeah i did first half in australia my second half student teaching there in hebron in third Central. how'd
0: you get connected with australia i guess was that just yeah. like a like a random <laughs> opportunity through the university kind of i know
1: going? now they send kids all over the place now with uh, uh opportunities uh, abroad, um, but for me, I just I saw a poster on the wall one day. Said something about, I think it said something about student teaching abroad. And so, heck yeah, it sounds cool to me. I like traveling. I got to go to some countries in Europe on a band trip after high school after I finished my senior year. So, so I, I thought, man, that sounds like if I could make that work, that'd be a fun experience. And I wanted to go somewhere where they speak English, so I went to Australia. Uh, yeah, I just happened to see a poster on the wall and at westland and i checked into it and in the uh the international studies i think Mm -hmm. i think that's probably what she was called she'd actually been to australia a time or two so she was a really good resource and very good help to get to get to go down there so yeah that's how i ended up down there how was them. your
0: time? You know, you said they speak English, but like <laughs> type of English. There's yeah, so, so much slang, yeah, yes. I imagine, that you had to learn and things yes. like that. So how was your, like, what was the culture like yeah. and everything down there?
1: It's funny you said because when I was there, I, since I was a foreigner, somebody interviewed me while I was down there for their local Australian paper. And I said the same thing that I'd say now is it's almost like a 51st state. I mean, it's a very similar culture to ours. Yeah, the slang can throw you off. Like, I was, in, I was shopping at the local grocery store in the small town I was at and of course me being kind of a foreigner or whatever kind of somebody different new there's some of the, the the elementary kids or something i think were in that grocery store i said hey mr yates hey mr yates however they with their their accent and and they said what are you looking for somehow that i got and i said i'm looking for jelly which to me is jelly that you put on peanut butter and jelly put on toast or whatever and they bring me back these boxes of jello. They thought jell <laughs> to them jello is jelly. So just little things like that, or I was looking for a hamburger and when I which is mince, I guess, mince meat, I guess, I I think is what they and so I bought hamburger and it was like ham burgers like smashed well, down. So, so ham. Like, yeah. Pork. Yeah, ham. yeah. <laughs> so just some of the little language barriers made a. there's just little things here and there, but I kept a list too of some of the different differences between their slang and our slang, just so I could always look back at it and and just kind of remember it. it. Just it was kind of memorable, but but no, it was great. And the people it was just a little bit more laid back culture. Like at that time, like stores weren't even open on Sundays. I think it was years later when they finally passed a law where stores could be open on Sundays or something. Like it, they just had a little bit slower pace and just so friendly. And and temperature was always good down there too. It's generally pretty warm in most places so uh it was just a great experience and and, and yeah so you get lovely. to go out into
0: the outback and do any like little yeah know, little day trips or weekend trips. i, trip or I did like get that. to do
1: some stuff um well, i went back three more times so i i got to go back and i got to do a lot of fun stuff a lot of cool stuff i originally the first time i was there i did get to go to the great barrier reef so i did that i was in the brisbane area which is the middle of the east coast um, so I did go up to the Great Barrier Reef. I went to Fraser Island, which is I guess the world's largest sand island, which I don't know if that's fantastic or not. Um got to go to Sydney. I've been to Sydney a few times, then Melbourne, and I did like the Great Ocean Road trip when I was down south southern Australia area. And then one of the times when I went back I went to Ayers Rock or Uluru, which is in the center, about in right in the middle of the Outback. Um kind of a big kind of I think it's a religious sort of site for the aborigine culture and so I went out to that um geez I got to do a few a lot of pretty cool things now it's coming upon like 20 years since I've been there but it's been a lot of fun so so yeah actually we again we're sports people so we went with my daughter and my son we went and watched um the Husker women's selection show when they got picked so we went to Pinnacle Bank Arena and watched when they got picked to play Gonzaga in the tournament. So they have three Aussies on their team. So I talked to all of them, and they kind of caught their eye when I said, hey, I've been to Canberra, Australia, which is their capital. To so the one girl, that's where she was from. And then I said to the one that I went to Ayers Rock, and she said, I've never even been to Ayers Rock. So so they probably kind of shocked when somebody knew what I, what, the, what those places were, but – and I knew how to pronounce the names of their places, too. I was like, uh, for the pronunciation, yeah. I'm sure, caught them off. Guard yeah, because they emphasize different syllables. So some of the words to us, we say a lot different than they do. And But anyway, I guess I'm kind of... Oh, yeah, random, like you know. Melbourne and Melbourne. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Melbourne. we say yeah. Melbourne, Melbourne.
0: That's pretty cool. That sounds like mm-hmm. a of kind of experience. And so you found your way... Um, out out of Nebraska over to, to Iowa. How did yeah. how did that kind of come about? Yeah,
1: kind of between my trips to Australia, I applied for was randomly applying for jobs. Saw a lot of them you see in the Omaha World Herald for the teaching jobs, and so I, I knew I wanted to be kind of within reach of like Omaha or Lincoln, and, and so I ended up in Elkhorn, Kimballton, Iowa, Elkhorn, Iowa, and Elkhorn Kimballton was the name of that school. Uh, they. I think i applied for i don't know 15 16 17 jobs zero the only ones that were i guess desperate enough to even interview me and then desperate enough to hire me i guess um so yeah that's how i ended up just kind of randomly over there so it's kind of like australia when i went there i'm not afraid to to go somewhere and get out of my comfort zone and do different things so when i went to australia of course i didn't know anybody when i went over to australia or iowa excuse me i didn't know anybody there but the good thing is meeting people in all those places too so uh, so, I ended up over there in Iowa and teaching exact same stuff pretty much I am here K through 12, health and PE. That Elkhorn Kimbleton is a small school. Um, yeah, I did that for 10 years. And I was like a head coach of football, and I was the only boys track coach for high school and junior high basketball. Uh, and then, yeah, I was in Elkhorn Kimbleton for 10 years. And then my wife's from Atlantic, Iowa, not far away. It'd be kind of like from McCool to York and similar sizes too. And I ended up in Atlantic, Iowa, her hometown, teaching for a couple of years, teaching, coaching in Atlantic. Then I missed the small schools. So McCool Junction opened, and I applied for that. I, I, Atlantic was a great job, and I loved it. But I missed the small. I'm kind of a small town guy. and uh, So that's also, I guess, what brought me back to McCool, was getting back to a K-12 building. So I guess I probably elaborated a little long there. Just, no, no, great. Yeah. No,
0: definitely. And so your time over in <laughs> Iowa, um, you said you were there for about 12 Yeah, 12 years, years yeah. Um, and so talk to me a little bit about, you know, because that was your first gig. Mm-hmm. And so kind of learning, I guess, kind of the Iowa, because, I mean, you grew up on the Nebraska education yeah. system. I don't imagine it's that different. Yeah, right, yeah. But I imagine there are some, they do a little something a little bit different. So kind of yeah. how was, you know, you know that you know learning you know in yeah.
1: Iowa. yeah yeah but yeah like you said very very similar um i guess in my field it was pe and and most of the schools are in iowa just talking pe and health sort of stuff and p and and are and i'm quite certain in both those towns i is that you had to have eight semesters of pe in high school so that that's just a small difference is and that's just a low districts can choose how what all their requirements are generally anyway. But that would be one of the bigger differences. Um, aside from that, not between the two states, not a whole lot different. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't a culture shock by any means. To you talked it. about
0: building relationships. So, how did you go about? know kind of building those relationships in a new community where you didn't know anyone yeah and, and things like that what kind of you know a lot of it i'm sure it was a community being welcoming to you yeah but, um kind of how did you kind of get yourself out there
1: yeah I, I yeah that's a good question um but like you said originally is is small is a, is a great small town i was in very very strong and, and tradition uh um i guess there's a danish kind of culture that was there so uh it's like a big danish area and they have danish windmill danish museum danish they have a um, uh, big danish celebration so i don't they just had a lot of pride and in, in community and tradition and everything so yeah they were very welcoming to me so that made it real easy but it just just like anything else in life just talking to people and try to be friendly to people and you meet a lot of people. Just being a teacher too, you meet lots of people. I've found everywhere where I've gone because if the kids know you, then their parents probably learn of who you are and stuff. So it's kind of easy to be more, be easy to be social, I guess. In those, cases. I'm sure
0: it's a lot easier. Yeah, to kinda, it kind of it kind of helps break that ice when you yeah know, little Timmy rings yeah. up to you in the store and oh hey Mister Yates yeah. so that yeah. way you can meet their parents yes. and things like that yeah. That's that's you know what's great about living in these smaller communities. You can recognize those people, you know, out and about in the community. You just don't get lost. Yeah. It's like a face kinda out there. Yeah. And things like it can that. be good. It can be bad. <laughs> it, can, it, it, yeah, it, it, can, it can be a little bothersome yeah. sometimes when you're always be when you're trying yeah. to make a quick trip in and out yeah. of places. And mm. you get constantly, you know, recognize yeah. you know that, that in and out in five minutes sometimes always becomes <laughs> well, in and out in fifteen or my 30 My wife would tell you about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get, getting stopped all the time. So yeah, certainly, certainly. Yep. And so you found your way out of iowa and here back to mccool so how did you find your way back to mccool and what was that kind of uh convincing of getting your partner to leave the, yeah. their home state
1: <laughs> yeah now that, that wasn't that was probably the hardest part but personally like i'm just kind of the person that wherever i'm at i'm gonna take 100 percent pride in it i don't ever plan to leave that place like when i was teaching at elkhorn kimbleton i figured that was my first and last job ever but Sometimes life just takes different twists and turns. So, yeah. So I went from Elkhorn, Kimbleton to Atlantic for a couple of years, and then and again I had great jobs where I was at. And so, especially to leave that Atlantic job that I just had for a couple of years, but I knew I knew that I wanted to be back in a small school, even though I had great kids and great school building and everything in Atlantic. But I missed. I didn't even know when their prom was because we had four different school buildings. So, I, and I wasn't around the kids. That I got to coach in the evening. I liked trying to be around them and develop rapport and relationships. And I knew I wanted to get back into a small school. I missed getting to teach kindergartners how to tie their shoes in PE or do goofy things with the kindergartners, and and not get to see the high school kids. So I knew I wanted to get to a small school, and and the 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 mystique or whatever of McCool had, had spread because McCool's been pretty strong school system for a number of years, and and I was hearing my family or my friends back this way were saying anytime the McCool job came open, and it finally just kind of timed out right where, okay, I think I want to check into it. And and so McCool, I, part of it was having some people that probably put a plug in for me and helped me get the interview and 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 get the job here, and it's been no looking back for the last seven-ish years. Years, because
0: Dr. Coggs, well yeah. uh, would have been the one that hired you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So blame him. So, yeah, <laughs> You can all point back to him. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had an interview with him as well, so yeah, he's oh, a fantastic, yeah. Yeah. you know, individual. Yeah. yeah, he did really loved this community, and you can tell um, by the amount of work that he really put yeah. in uh, to try and grow and maintain mm-hmm. and, and you know everything he could for this uh, <clears throat> school district. You know, um, I was one of those punk kids in York. Uh, <clears throat> the, you know, McCool. You know, it's just another school and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, you don't realize it until, um, until I, like, I didn't realize it, at least until I got a professional mm-hmm. job, of, you know, how much pride and passion there is yeah. in, in these smaller towns. Uh, you know, absolutely. Um, you know, we're, you know, there's a lot of pride and you can say that in New York. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, when you get into these small communities, I mean, the school means everything to this town. It does, to it is. Town. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, You can really sense it when you go to the different events, you know, Evening Mm -hmm. with the Stars. Yeah, coming up up here soon. Yeah, yeah, so this weekend, March March 26th, uh, I believe. Yeah, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, that's always a great event. And it can only happen because of, you know, the community and the pride um, that exists in this community. So that's certainly, you know, really cool. And so when you were coming back, um, did you ever feel like, you know, kind of an outsider coming back here? Or did, you know, did anyone ever, you know, All oh, here from Iowa. I'm sure you got the Iowa <laughs> jokes and things like that. Or, yeah.
1: And you know, what was that kind of like? Well, I quickly tried to shoot the Iowa jokes down because when <laughs> I was in Iowa, I heard all the Nebraska jokes because I was, I still, my blood was still red. And even when I was in Iowa, I didn't change colors. I was still a Husker fan while I was over there. Um, the funny thing was while I was over there for 12 years, light, the world didn't stop over here. So I come back and I... Little kids that I knew or kids that I knew like when I was lifeguarding in Geneva, they'd grown up and now they're like grown men and I played men's league basketball with them. And now they remember me because I still look similar to what I was 12 years ago before or whatever it was before I moved. But then they are all grown up and I'm looking up to them and stuff. Uh, And the name faces and names change a little bit, like people move in, people move out. So I felt, yeah, a little bit, a little bit an outsider, but I knew we'd quickly meet people and everything just like we do and stuff and um, yeah so even though it's local things change a little bit and I forget a name or a face here or there and and people like I said have moved in moved out and stuff between like Geneva or wherever it might be and back in the day I knew some cool people and not all of them are still around and everything so so I mean at first yeah it's a new setting and had to adapt and um, but but again being in a, a small community where people welcome you it really wasn't too big a deal or anything. So I guess what really kind of impressed you about you know moving back
0: you know to McCool you know what kind of impressed you about the McCool school district and uh, and everything like that as you were coming back.
1: Well, I just I when I was in Iowa, I just kept hearing about McCool because about the time when I was like in Australia or, or teaching beginning my teaching career in Iowa, I think I might have even saved the magazine. There's like a nationwide, I forget what, which magazine it was uh that even had like an interview about McCool junction about how it was dwindling down or or whatever and and that they were not going to let it die they were not going to let it die and i remember some of the words that were still in there is that uh and then the next thing i know i'm in iowa i hear about how dr cogswell's come in because i was substitute teaching here his first year before i got offered the job in iowa so i knew him a long long time ago i remembered him but he knows a million people so he didn't probably remember my name or face or anything but but I know how he, with the community and great support, helped build the school up. And so that's what really impressed me. And, and things like you said, you pretty much summarized it all pretty well a minute ago when you talked about, like, our the small school or small communities. They have things like uh, Evening with the Stars, uh, just so supportive of everything. Um, but those are things that impressed me is just how it built up. I When I came back, I it wasn't... They they added on, built built things here and there. So it was just really impressive. And the numbers of kids have gone up and, and all that. So from the time I left, it was almost about to be uh, closed down. And then now sometimes we can't even let all the kids in that want to come to our school. So it completely, not completely, but it changed quite a bit. Again, due to all the pride in the community and, and the great people around this area.
0: Mm-hmm. And Yeah, it, it certainly is. A testament to the community and um, all the great people that are in this area. Yes. Yeah, so to yeah. kind of keep that kind of school district moving. So we'll jump into kind of our rapid fire questions here to kind of round out our interview. Uh, first one up is a, a favorite smell. Is there you know something that kind of when it hits the nostrils because kind of it's pleasant for you?
1: Is it weird to say the perfume Tommy girl? I like <laughs> no, that. I so that's why I, I like that smell. That's why I give my wife. I like that smell perfect Or so pizza, yeah. one of the two. Probably. So you got to be excited uh, here in a couple yeah. days. Uh, yeah. the Junction the, Pizza, yeah, is gonna be up. The On Park family is we're friends with that family, so yeah, we're real excited. Yeah. Really excited. That's really exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, drove by there the
0: Monday, uh-huh. past Monday. I was down here, yeah, the other day, mm-hmm. last week, and yeah, that back little beer garden they have yeah. is gonna be so big. Uh-huh. It's perfect for you know outdoor <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, a favorite season that you got, uh, time of year.
1: Oh, time of year. I thought you meant, I was going to say football season. But... Oh, that works too. <laughs> hey, there we go. I was trying to be funny. I had that <laughs> thought out in advance. Um, but I guess in saying that, maybe the fall then, because it's still decent out, but not overwhelmingly hot all the time. And that's during football season. So it kind of goes hand in hand. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, When you get a day off, what's the kind of uh, your favorite way to kind of spend that day off? Either you know by yourself or with family? What are kind of either or yeah
1: anything like that but just if i can do nothing for that day just relax and i like taking a nap if i can on a day off so i don't know being with the everybody's busy everybody's busy i know with coaching though my mind is always thinking forward what am i what can we do better what can we do better what do i need to be doing so if i can just take a day and relax and do nothing that's that's kind of fun even on those days i'm probably when I'm taking my nap, I'm probably dreaming about what should I be doing coaching, what should I be doing coaching? It's always nice to be able to turn that brain off. It know, is. Right now it is. Now so, th- so if I have a day off, that's what I try to do. Uh, a favorite yeah. restaurant you
0: have here in York County? So well, I today. don't
1: think I could say anything other than Carries. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, it's very, good. very good food there and good people. Yeah, great people. Yeah. yeah.
0: They, they're another great supporters of the community. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Names, you know, everywhere, uh, especially during the pandemic when they helped out with yes, food, food yeah. in situations Tremendous and things people. like that. Yeah, yeah. Carrie and Lisa do a great job down there. Yeah. A favorite memory here in York County, something that maybe, you know, stands out over the last kind of a fa- few
1: years. Uh Yeah. I I don't know if I can do justice by saying one thing because there's been lots lots of lots of great memories. Um I, and things like daddy daughter dance, I love those things, or when I've got to coach like my daughter's softball team, we won like the league championships, stuff like that is fun. And all that. And and I but I still probably Maybe one that sticks out above all is when, again, I'm a sports guy. So, winning the state football championship a couple year and a half ago or whatever, yeah, that was. I just don't know. There's not a lot of things that in the coaching world, it's not as though you have to win everything, single thing. But when you devote your heart and soul and many seasons, yeah, because you never know if you'll get another one. So that was that was. It's just because it brought all the community together. It just exactly like what McCool represents everybody came together we had uh, as we we're coming back into town we're on the fire trucks and everybody's lined up on the streets before we leave, left to go to some of our big playoff games the kids would be lying in the hallway and giving us all high fives just it's just amazing how everybody came together and 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 then to win it too That's again life's not all about sports but my my life is <laughs> so, so that's that's one of the best memories amongst many other great memories in the area no right on yeah those are those are some really good yeah. memories
0: uh a dream vacation um that you would maybe have either with uh, what's the location or where would you go kind of what, what would be
1: your dream vacation uh we kind of talked about this earlier just one word that comes to my mind is beach i love the ocean and Yeah, so anywhere where I can go to. Atlantic, Pacific, you guys. I don't care. (laughs) Charlotte. I I don't. Somewhere it's not real busy. Like when I was in Australia, the Gold Coast of Australia was a great place. And there's actually, that's kind of a touristy area. So Burley Heads Beach is about the best beach ever. And I loved it there. And but uh just anywhere where there's beach and maybe not a packed crowded beach. I don't care what ocean it is. Sand, just, sun and sand sun and waves. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh
0: what's a favorite candy bar that uh you maybe like to uh sneak on all your trips or all of them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess if I just had to
1: go grab one, probably a Snickers bar, probably just, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. And then what's a, a favorite county or local event you maybe always looking forward to? Uh it could be uh, the county fair, it could be um, the Mustang Roundup, you know, what what kind of comes to mind?
1: Well, I, since you're saying everything that I was thinking of, <laughs> yeah, the county fair is always fun. There's lots of activities and just thinking of the memories, taking my kids up to the carnival and the uh, figure eight and stuff like that and looking through the exhibits, the animals, stuff like that. I enjoy that. Um, Mustang Roundup, I, I was that's probably one of my top highlights. That's, again, when our community comes together and uh, it's just fun. Everybody's out out and about and and having a good time uh another one i thought of too as you say that is when we during lockdown all the small towns were having those cruise nights the cruise nights are a lot of fun that's those that and i i don't know if we can do those some more every now and then those are those are fun i don't know like i said if that could be another local event sometime but those are kind of fun too so those are three things that kind of popped to mind with some of the local events or uh, county events, whatever you want to say, but I do think that was kind of one
0: of the fun, more fun things that yeah come out of the yeah. pandemic was these you know communities getting back to their roots, mm-hmm. if you will, of you know cruising the strip yeah. because there's really nothing else to do, yeah. and so yeah that that was really fun to see, yeah, with junction Pizza opening up, be a nice little stop, yeah you can kind of go yeah. around town yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be really cool, <clears throat> so this next segment here is kind of a kind of a fun one um with all the doom and gloom going on in the world um i just want to talk about you know the good in our lives and so what, what's kind of making us happy um and so you know what's making me happy is um you know getting to meet you know all these different people and all these different educators uh, through this podcast um I, I did an educator one it's been about a year ago now and i got to meet um you know Dave McDonald um and uh, a few other people from across the county mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's been great you know getting to meet um Scott and Cody Wallinger um and uh, Chad Maddox and a few other people uh, that I've gotten to interview and so um this has been really you know fun getting to kind of meet all these different educators that we have across the community because we have so many great ones. Uh, it's been fun to kind of highlight the the different stories we have. So what about yourself? What anything with some good going on in the world?
1: Well, family, I guess. Uh it it just the kids grow up fast though. So that's the only hard part, but yeah, getting to spend time with family. That's why I like being about in a small community. All my wife, my two children are in the same school and so get to see them a lot. And then my, my family I grew up with obviously too is in the area. Um, and just getting to uh, just getting to work with kids and stuff because they are always full of energy and, and keep you grounded and stuff. And uh, so I enjoy that. Just, just a lot of great people in the area too just in my life I've got to meet a lot of great people in Australia and in, in Iowa and Geneva growing up and yeah there's there's just a lot of good people around in our lives and and so I guess I'm thankful for that and thankful we're in a pretty safe area of the world and everything with crazy stuff going on over yonder and uh yeah just and it's springtime even though it's freezing out there today it's it's good that the weather's warming up and the sun's shining generally. For the most part, the, the track part, yeah. gods frown on us. Track coaches from time <laughs> to time, like they did today, and stuff. But yeah, there's just lots of good people around and good good area of the world to be in right now. I guess
0: no, without a doubt, without <laughs> a doubt. Yeah, we uh, certainly yeah are blessed here in this part of the world. You know, over the last couple of years, to not have our worlds completely changed sure. you know, like some of the other places. Yeah. So yeah, we're certainly grateful for that. Um, so thank you for your time today. Uh, I appreciate you uh, you taking the last uh, about 45 minutes to kind of sit down with me. Um, And so uh, we'd also like to take uh, the time to thank our members again, uh, Cornerstone Bank, uh, Nebraska Public Power District, Henderson State Bank, uh, Perennial Power District, uh, and York Community Title Company. Uh, Once again, all great members uh, that help us do what we do, and we we won't be able to do that without them. So thank you to these members. Um, and Scott, I will let you close the show with however you want uh some final words uh if there's a favorite quote you have words of wisdom, if you have something coming up an activity you want to plug uh anything like
1: that um the floor is yours to kind of you know kind of plug whatever you kind of want to do i i don't have much wisdom, so i don't know if I have any words of wisdom i don't i don't really have a whole lot to close out with. I just appreciate uh the the time and 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 everything that and you're helping promote small towns and York County and all that. So just really actually more so thank you to you than anything else. So other than that, I don't really have a whole lot to say. Thanks, other, other than maybe UCLA helped me out of my bracket. I picked an underdog since it's March Madness. Uh, maybe they could help me out. I wanted to pick somebody different. So go UCLA, I guess. There we go. <laughs>
0: this is Seventeen County. A new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit YorkDevCo.com. Come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review Seventeen County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.